Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. But Joshua, now that I got the big old song and dance out of the way, let's get into the biggest news of the day. Tyreek Hill was announced as the offensive player of the month, the AFC Offensive Player of the Month. He finished the month of October with 600 passing yards, receiving yards. Passing yards would be pretty impressive. And what was it, four touchdowns, I think it was? Yep, four touchdowns. And they came against, uh, what, the Patriots, Eagles, Panthers, Giants, and Bills. So they did play, what, five games, I guess, technically in November? Um, you know, because we went down to the wire. Or- November. I'm already ahead of ourselves. October, but uh, yeah, we we are. But we're just excited because again, this is the first uh, non-quarterback to ever be 
Offensive Player of the Month for the Miami Dolphins. First time back-to-back in team history, so um, it's pretty awesome. And then I even looked it up and saw that, um, well, credit to the Miami Dolphins, but Tyreek Hill never won it when he was in Kansas City other than on special teams. So, um, oh, you know, everyone everyone laughed at us when the trade went down, laughed how he's going from Mahomes to Tua. Um, here we are, man. We're two weeks into the, or two months into the season, and we've had two AFC Offensive Player of the Weeks, and um, it feels awesome, and it's never happened before. So big things are happening in Miami, and we're all so excited for the team that's developing here and, and what's still to come. Mike Cugno from CBS4 tweeted out, so after 30 years without an AFC Offensive Player of the Month, the Dolphins have now done it twice in 2023 with Tua in September, Tyreek in October. And hey, believe it or not, there's only been two months, so they might have to just name this the AFC Miami Dolphins Player of the Month. And who knows? Who knew we could get this cocky and have this much fun with this team? Uh, Joshua, I thought this quote was absolutely hilarious because following the news that broke about Tyreek winning Player of the Month, a, a reporter decided to ask Tyreek, do you think you can win MVP this season? Hill's answer was awesome. He goes, no, because we have a player that's on our team that's better than me and means more to this team. And his name is Alec Ingold. Yeah, I saw that. And I just, I mean, you love it because, I mean, we always talk about how under the radar Alec Ingold is and kind of that guy that goes out there, just does his job and doesn't really get noticed. It's so great because you really thought it's like, he's going to say Tua. You thought for sure it's going to say Tua, but I mean, that just kind of speaks to the personality Tyreek has. Um, He even came out, I I think in the same press conference and talked about um, he doesn't really care where this game is being played, but he knows that the uh, chiefs are going to get the business either way. And on his podcast, the it needs to be said podcast. I think he was talking about maybe two hunch. I think there was some joking to it, but um, second 200 yard receiving day. I I think everybody in Germany would have a pretty solid understanding of who Tyreek Hill is after a performance like that. Yeah, I mean, that would be amazing. I mean, they're going to come out here and try to game plan. I saw Justin Reed talking about how you stop the run. You can then contain Tyreek Hill. Whatever's going to happen, it's going to be a battle. And um, yeah, 200 yards, whatever it comes to. I mean, we've seen Tyreek Hill put up those type of numbers. So I'm excited to see the way the Dolphins go out there and match up with them. Uh, We do have to mention he is the quickest player in the Super Bowl era to hit 1,000 yards, right? I know we talked about that. Eight weeks. Um, What, 1960, I think, was the last time that happened? Something crazy like that. So, I mean, Tyreek Hill is just having a literal MVP caliber season i guess again like he said the only um critique you could have is that Tua might deserve a little bit more i think it's kind of funny if you look at Tyreek's stats um every single week you know the chargers he led the team with 215 receiving yards the broncos 157 he led the team with 58 against buffalo new york 181 carolina 163 and philadelphia 88 and people might be asking well jake you just skipped two patriots games well, both of those games, Waddle was the guy to lead the team in receiving yards. So, Josh, I, I think it's been pretty fun uh, just to kind of see how this unit has uh, evolved over time, right? Early in the uh, Tua, Tyreek, Waddle era, it was, it's just going to be these two. The volume's going to go right to these two, and they'll make it work. They'll make everyone happy just simply because of that. How have you felt the transition has gone this year where we're seeing a lot more of the motions? We're seeing Tyreek have to, let's say he has 88 receiving yards in a game, which sounds incredibly low but in order for him to get those he's you know running probably close to 300 yards and the different motions he's doing so can you kind of take me through of as someone who cuts up every single game and watches this offense what you're kind of seeing differently this year from Tyree selling a little or a lot 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Yeah, well, I mean, you mentioned the Waddle thing, and I think we all kind of felt like that was going to be his go-to guy because the rapport they had in college, but it just seems like it's now Tyreek Hills, you know, that quote-unquote number one guy that he's always targeting. Yes, Jalen Waddle's still phenomenal. But um, for me, it's just these short motions that we've seen. I mean, last year you'd see the defense rotate, see a secondary kind of uh, shift every time Tyreek Hill went in motion, and now you're just seeing these short motions where they just can't react. So mm-hmm. it's creating space for him. He's creating space for some of those other receivers. And as you see, I mean, Tua Tungvalu is in his bag right now. I mean, he's anticipating these throws. The chemistry that they have is just absolutely absurd. I mean, when you're cutting up a Tua cut-up, I mean, some of the balls where he, that ball leaves his hand to where it hits the receiver, it's just absolutely incredible. And you got to give Tyreek Hill credit because the way he runs his routes, I mean, you see the separation he gets with that speed because all these defensive backs have to be honest. So um, I think Tua's gotten better. I think Tyreek Hill's gotten better with those short motions. And it's allowed him to, um, you know, get to the top of his route and break out quicker. And it's also opening things up for everyone around him. So we're starting to see this offense finally come together. Year two of Mike McDaniel just makes you wonder, Jake, where's the where's the ceiling to this thing? Because right now it seems like every week we're dropping, breaking new records one after another. Yeah, I don't know. Are they at the ceiling? I mean, they're averaging 34 points per game, which is the best in the league. Last week, they were three on three on on fourth down, which is absolutely cold-blooded. But something about this offense, I think we still have a big question about, Josh, is how this motion, how this offense can operate with a lot of crowd noise. And this is technically going to be a home game for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that means that they'll have all their, like, um, different, uh, this is going to sound, I, I don't have the right word, but like uh, songs, they're different hype up noises and, and horns, whatever it may be. And then I think they could sell some more tickets as well. Uh, but how do you feel about this Dolphins offense going into a situation where they have to kind of uh, rely on, on the timing much more when you can't hear uh, to a, you know, calling out plays and things like that? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I think this definitely helps the Dolphins, right? I mean, it's not Arrowhead. It's not going to be nearly as noisy. But like you said, still going to be a little bit of a home field advantage. So um, I just think the Dolphins, you guys probably talked about in the last pod, right? But them getting there early has to factor in some way to to this thing, right? They has to give them an an advantage. But I know sports science, I saw someone on Twitter said that sports science says what the Chiefs are doing is right. So I, I always... Uh, deter that stuff i have no idea how that makes sense but i think they're getting acclimated to the situation also the fact that it's not an arrowhead stadium is going to help because i don't know about you jake but every time you see those international games man there are dolphin jerseys 
galore. That's I saw Tannehill one. jerseys before. I know I've actually met someone over there, Ali, um, when I went over there for my honeymoon, who's a Dolphins fan, follow him on Twitter for years. So um, I think it's going to be a lot more Dolphin fans than we expect, but I think that's definitely going to help the Dolphins. But how this thing plays out, I mean, it's really anyone's guess because uh, both these teams realize how important this game is, and I think both teams really do want this one, despite you know how the Chiefs might be downplaying it. Tyreek Hill, though, he has not been downplaying it at all. And two, you know, the, the Kansas City Chiefs are coming off a loss to the Denver Broncos, right? And and everybody likes to go along with the rant of, hey, the Dolphins beat the, the Denver Broncos 70 to 20. Why couldn't the Kansas City Chiefs do something similar? I do think, and I'm not trying to make excuses here, I do think the AFC or the 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 divisional games are always a little funky. They know they know you better than anyone else. And when you consider, Josh, what were the Broncos? I God, their record is bad. I, I don't even know where to go from there, but the Chiefs played the Denver Broncos on October 12th and won that game 19 to 8. That was at Arrowhead. Having to go and play the Broncos again 14 days later, knowing you have to go to Germany and play the Dolphins the following week, do you wonder or do you think that maybe there's a little bit of uh, the Chiefs? I don't want to say they weren't caring, but kind of got caught looking ahead. You mix that with, you know, Patrick Mahomes being a little sick. You mix that with the fact that you're not going to be 18 forever unless you're the Buffalo Bills losing to the Miami Dolphins in the 70s. Outside of that, they might be the easy potato potato. Um, I just wonder if if we can't overlook the fact that this Chiefs team is still absolutely fantastic despite losing to the Denver Broncos by two touchdowns. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I know I'm going to get crap for this, but I mean, we can be honest, right? Patrick Mahomes might be the best athlete that we've ever seen play the quarterback position ever, right? I mean, the what he can do to that offense, I mean, even without Tyreek Hill, is absolutely absurd. I do think maybe some of it, um, you mentioned it with the division games. I mean, those go anyway. I mean, I don't sit here and it's think, crazy. you know, the Chiefs are below the Broncos or even anywhere on that same tier. I mean, this is still a Super Bowl contender defending Super Bowl champions. So I hope that the Dolphins aren't taking them lightly. Don't think for a second they are. But you wonder how much of them playing in Denver last week, you know, made them fly home then to Kansas City, then over to Germany. Maybe that's why they waited. But um, whatever it is, man, I think that this is going to be one of those matchups where you truly do see, you know, where the playing field is, right? We continue to hear all week long, can the Dolphins be good teams? Can they be good teams? If you go out there and beat the Super Bowl champs, no, it's not at Arrowhead Stadium, but it's over in Frankfurt. If you can beat them in a, you know, that 930 primetime international game, then you're you're legit contenders. And then we can all start talking and going around and uh, talking crap on Twitter. The best part about that, Josh, is that we're entering the bye week, right? Whatever happens on Sunday, that's going to be on top of your mind for two whole weeks. So if the Dolphins can, you know, make it to the bye week with a win over Kansas City and have those two weeks just to kind of hold it over everyone's head, I'd see just Josh getting stressed about it, already thinking about the possibilities here. Uh, but that's where the Dolphins are at. Uh, win or lose, we're going to have to deal with this outcome for two weeks. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.